Thank you for joining us. This is Paul Wilson. And Justin Tyson. You're listening to the Diesel Performance Podcast. Uh, guys, we're going to be back in the in the office soon. We're going to get back to real studio recordings, uh, and I'm excited for that. How about you, Justin? Yeah, I definitely am. Uh, it's a lot more, it's a lot easier to do stuff there when we can be with <laughs> each other working on projects and everything like that. It'll be, uh, it, it'll be, it'll be nice to get back there. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Hey, little teaser upcoming episode, guys, we are going to have on Chris Cyril from diesel performance industry expo and ultimate call out challenge to talk about, um, the cancellation of the 2020 UCC. Uh, I know this has been a tough year for sports, a uh, tough year for automotive performance. You know, we're seeing, UCC no longer happening in 2020. DPC not happening in 2020. It was really cool to see the uh, ODSS guys go out and do a live stream for their race uh, where they're still able to observe social distancing and follow all the rules the best they can and yet still get out there and race the trucks. And, and that's that's a, a big feat. And I want to give a huge shout out to those guys for making that happen. It is insanely tough to put anything together right now as far as people getting together in person and doing something. So great job. Hats off to those guys. Yeah, for sure. Good work. Uh, on our home front over here at Duramax Tuner Calibrated Power, we do have a huge sale going on. You can still get 15% off on all of our easy link tuning. So EcoBoost uh, for your wife's truck, Power Stroke, Cummins, Duramax tuning for your truck. We also just saw a huge price drop in L5P tuning. Uh, all of the savings passed on to directly to the customer. So HP tuners dropped their price, the unlocked DCMs, by like 1200 bucks. Now that means your tuning is straight up. You get 100% of those savings. We're not we're not capturing any of that, that cost reduction, uh, which I think is really cool, right? Like, let, let's get some more trucks tuned, man. Let, let's have some guy, more guys out there having fun, loving how their truck runs every day. Especially those L5P guys. They, I know it's a little up there, but uh, when, whenever we tune one, the the things we hear <laughs> man they love it they definitely love the truck yeah. after that fact compared to stock it's a it's a night and day difference and the l5p is most powerful D- uh, duramax that's ever been released no question about it so if you drove an lb7 now you're driving an l5p you're like wow this thing's a monster uh just wait till you tune it <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, with that being said, other things that I think we always talk about, guys, and there's a reason for it, it's because we believe in the products, and that's Exergy Performance and WC Fab. Uh, we've said it a million times. We'll say it a million more. We bring those guys in together on every single build we do uh, because we know we're going to get that same quality and that same standard of performance out of every single part we buy from them. And that, that's why we keep going back. That's why they're sponsors on the show. That's why we're friends with those guys because we, really we really do understand exactly what we're going to get and we love it we're a company of perfectionists and we only use things that we think are just (laughs) you know that will work and not fail on us and it's been like that since day one and we've had a relationship with this company paul and i've been around for what all eight years in this place and we've used them forever (laughs) you know there's just one of those things where like it always works it always delivers and it's it's a great product either way so That's right. Uh, So, yeah, guys, really cool stuff going on. Like I said, it's the end of April right now. We're putting this up on April 29th. So if you haven't taken advantage of the sale, uh, jump on and do it now. Of course, give the guys a call over at Duramax Tuner. Talk to Chris Emke. He's extension 2121. uh, Or any of the other guys will be able to assist you with getting any questions you have answered about your truck. Uh, Of course, 
guys, our Facebook group is blowing up. We we hit a thousand and all of a sudden I'm I'm getting 10 requests a day. Please jump on, tag a friend, share it with a friend, let them know. Fans of Diesel Performance Podcast. Uh, it's our Facebook group. A lot of cool content going on in there. A lot of cool contests. We just did a turbo giveaway last month. Uh, we're definitely going to have other stuff going on in the future. So keep a keep an eye out for that as we go forward. For now, Justin, I did an interview. Oh, man. I've been doing so many of these. Uh, and, and they've all been so much fun. But they, they have started to blend together a little bit. But I know I, I remember this one specifically because... I, I interviewed a guy named Baron Jensen, who was was a riot throughout the whole interview. I thought he was a lot of fun to have on the show. But also, I remember it was a little bit different perspective where he's not a guy who necessarily has a thousand horsepower truck or has an insane build today. Uh, but he is somebody who has a ton of experience of actually getting out there and getting his hands dirty and working on big builds. So without any further ado, let's kick it over. All right, guys, we got a special guest on for you today. I know this is what you've been waiting for. Uh, I'm here today talking with Baron Jensen. Uh, Baron, you've been in diesel performance for quite some time, been involved on a lot of cool builds, and we're going to talk about that and some of the future stuff that you're working on that I think is really unique and cool. But to get us started, man, just tell us, how'd you get your start in diesel performance? So it was actually my dad and my brothers. Uh, my dad rode in an OBS in like 97 old body style Ford power stroke. And he was, my dad just diehard Chevy fan. I mean, he wouldn't even ride in a Ford, but for a reason, his friend convinced him to go ride in this OBS. And he's all like, I have never been in a vehicle that can tow a trailer like this and just go. And he don't even know what's back there. So in 99, <laughs> he bought his first super duty. As soon as the super Duty came out, he's like, I'm buying one. So, he bought it. Uh, I think he owned it for like six months and then threw a tune onto it. Well, at the time, he chipped it and intake exhaust. And that was pretty much what got us started in the industry. Um, uh, kind of from there, we he had we bought two or three other F-350s for the business and, of course, chipped all of them. And then we kind of where I came into it was my dad bought an 83 300SD Mercedes. <laughs> And yeah, uh, yeah. At the time I was like 12 years old and I was like, Oh, what's this rattly weird thing. Like what is wrong with this car? It's a Mercedes. It should be quiet, <laughs> and pretty and not smoke. But that was like, what got me hooked was that Mercedes. Um, we really didn't do a lot to it. We kind of messed with the, it's called the Alda valve. It's the ALDA valve. It's kind of like the AFC housing on a, a P pump Cummins. Um, so we gave it a little bit extra fuel, but that's about where we stopped with it. I mean, it was cool. It would trip the tires in second gear, which is a lot for a Mercedes diesel. But, <laughs> uh, yeah. My first car, actually, when I was 16, uh, I found this 1972 220 diesel out in uh, San Francisco. And I ended up buying it. was a gray market car. That and, is brutal. I mean, this car, no joke, the road and track numbers for 0 to 60 was 30.5 seconds. I mean, just slow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. Like, you were speed shifting it to even get it to that speed. And, like, 
But hey, I was 16 years old and I had this slow, crappy little car. I put a rocking sound system in it. I was like, well, <laughs> let me try and at least make it a little faster. I had all this three-inch stainless steel pipe and my dad kind of taught me how to weld when I was 12. So, and I, I say kind of know how to weld because you look at those welds and I'm like, oh my gosh, would they do blow their nose on it? <laughs> and, but made this three-inch exhaust and put this really crappy intake on it that made it just unbelievably loud and it was still just as slow as it ever was it may have been worse but that that's kind of where i started and then from there i kind of moved up my brother uh bought a 7.3 idi turbo uh, uh f350 that we did a little bit of pump mods to and that was a little bit fun but it never had the power of a power stroke and yeah i mean that was just my very humble beginnings was all all mechanically injected stuff i love that because you you, you kind of stayed in that in that realm for quite a while of mechanically injected but I, I know you've gotten to do a lot cooler stuff than a 30 second zero to 60 220 d um walk us through it man where, where have you kind of gone from there what are some of the cool projects that you've had a chance to work on so the vehicles that i own do not represent anything that i've probably worked on like my I, I bought a 6.5 Chevy. That was the worst decision I ever made. I traded that for a... <laughs> oh. No. Yeah, I mean, it was just bad. It was a 95 Chevy Suburban that I paid 500 bucks for. It wouldn't start. Had a bad PMD. Um, I ended up... So it's kind of a cool story because I paid 500 bucks for this truck. Probably put another 500 into it. Then traded that for a 95 12 valve with a 5-speed in it. Um, and did some AFC housing modifications to it. Kept uh removed the fuel plate and just kind of went from there and had a ton of fun went drag racing with it but it was a five speed so my zero and my quarter mile was like a 16.5 i mean just having fun just having fun yeah it was a riot and then from there i ended up trading that truck for a 95 crew cab long bed uh four-wheel drive five speed obs that i probably put 60,000 miles on while I owned it and brought it around a whole bunch of mine sites and it was a lot of fun. I did just a TS chip and gauges and exhaust and intake, you know, the normal stuff. Uh, but after I sold that black F350, I, at that same time before I sold it, I I found my, my 2005 King Ranch. So the story behind my King Ranch is I had the buddy that I sold my Cummins, well, that I traded my Cummins for called me and said, hey, I've got this friend that's got an 05 King Ranch, this is in 2014, that it lost head gaskets, he just wants to get out of it, has 140,000 miles on it, we just want to, he just wants five grand for it. And I'm all like, what, are you serious? Like, got the money, went and met the guy, picked the truck up, ended up not yeah. having bad head gaskets, well, at least I didn't think it did at the time. And I just replaced the EGR cooler, and drove it for a hundred thousand miles i am fifty thousand miles and so it's been a fantastic truck but and i've owned that truck to this day and done a whole bunch more work to it but uh after i sold that f350 that uh crew cab obs i ended up going and working with power driven diesel and that's kind of when all the fun started i became their uh head fabricator and this is a guy who had very little fabrication skill before he started there. <laughs> but I learned a lot, and uh, the guys there were really good. And 
Uh, I was always just a mechanic for them and then moved into the fabrication side. And that's where I got to help design the K27 over 369, SXVK 369 setup that they have. And I put that on my brother's truck and on a parts truck. And you know what? That setup was just a riot. Oh my goodness. Like, I'm not, I guess the best way to explain it, I love low end torque. Just, it's, it's what gets me to love diesels. And when you have that, just compound, <laughs> bring on the boost at 1,400 RPMs and just lay in the seat. There's no better feeling to me. Like, you know what? There, there's something to be said about two strokes, and I love <laughs> riding my two-stroke four-wheeler, but I'm sorry. I just can't drive my uh, <laughs> 475 swapped 5.9 that spools at 2500 rpms and you have it until about 3500 rpms and you're you're late in the seat from that fine time period but the time period before it spools in you're just you can't see behind you <laughs> like so to each their own hey you know what to all those guys that like driving their two-stroke diesels great go have a riot but I'll, I'll stick with compounds and be able to be pushed in the seat from 1400 rpms up well, well, that's just it. And I think I think some guys and we've talked about it before, right, where, where they miss out on the opportunity of, uh, yeah, that big single's fun and, and I get it. And there there's a time and a place for them like a sled pull track or, or a drag strip. Um, but other than that, to actually be out on the road, do you realize you could be laid on the seat for twice as long? You could have twice as wide of a torque band to where you're making power and you're having fun. To me, that's just that's just more power, more of the time. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's like, why not? Why not have more power throughout the whole RPM range? <laughs> now, I, I know um, we were also talking a little bit before the show about some of your future projects, some of the stuff that you're going to be looking at down the road. Where do you plan on going from here? What are some, what are some of the cool stuff that uh, you're you're kind of thinking about diving into here? So my future product project and it's been kind of my current project since my 220 diesel days so i ended up wrecking that 1972 220 diesel rear-ended somebody well oh. about three months i know it was and the car was clean too on I mean, great paint and i am not a paint body guy so to have a clean car was just made my day <laughs> but yeah rear-ended a guy i didn't have a passenger side mirror i still don't actually on that on a different car but I was turned around looking and just ran right into the back of somebody. And yeah, it kind of ruined my day. But three months after that, I found a 1971 uh, Mercedes 250C. And that particular car is really rare the stateside because they only brought about uh, 1,500 of them over that year. And the 250C, as funny as it is, is the exact same wheelbase as the 220D sedan. Really? So I took, yeah, I, I, I was amazed. I did tons of research and I was like, there's no way these cars are the same. Like, nope, same like they chopped the top two inches to make them look a little cooler and just made the door front door longer. <laughs> so when I was uh, 19 years old, I took my entire drivetrain, interior, fuel tank, heater assembly, everything I could take off of the wrecked car because it had 25,000 miles on it, and put it into this 1971 250C I paid $130 for. Jesus. And and the car ran when I bought it. It just 
burned oil like crazy and to quite honestly to have a gasser in my car just goes against my soul <laughs> so <laughs> But yeah, I did this whole drivetrain swap, and I mean, th this has got to be just credit to me being a total diesel nut. I took an engine that probably did 0 to 60 in 15 seconds and put a diesel in it that did 0 to 60 in 30 seconds. <laughs> so, but it just, it just feels right to me. But that being said, I haven't done a lot with the car in the last 10 years, um, but I just recently got in the, what... So I'm going to go into the Mercedes terminology here. It's called an OM603. Uh, it's the Mercedes engine. It's the straight six-cylinder. It has an aluminum head that they ran from 87 to about 95. Um, they make good power. They're, um, they've got an injection pump that's similar to a P-pump on a Cummins. It's called an M-series pump. It's an inline pump that you can get a lot of power out of. They're, they have tons of tuning options for them over in Europe. Um and one of them is Diesel Pump UK. So if anybody's interested in that, they have a lot of options for those pumps. But I I have an OM603. I just got it running. And right now, the only thing that's keeping me from putting it in the car is I don't have a transmission. And the worst part is, two years ago, I had a 300 SDL, an 87 300 SDL, that I five-speed swapped because I had put like four autos in it. I was just done. So I five-speed swapped it, put an HX35 on it, had a riot, had a terrible exhaust leak, was finally done with the stupid car in the middle of the winter, and sold it to somebody who then sold it to Diesel Brothers. <laughs> so my car belongs to somebody at Diesel Brothers now. <laughs> but yeah, I the, the future project is to actually hopefully get uh, that OM603, but in the future, go to what's called the OM606. They ran that from 96 to about 90, 99, I think. I could be off on my years. They're a dual-road cam, four-valve per cylinder, straight six. They ran the same block as the OM603, but they have a dual-road cam head. They're much higher flowing. They, they like to rev. Um, they Any of those videos you watch of the guys doing donuts and drag racing and drifting their cars, they're all OM606s. And... They sound awesome, and I just, that's the plan for this W114, this 250C that I've got. And to be able to put a newer interior in it, but mostly have that OM606. I'd love to do a set of compounds with it, but I don't know how that motor will react to that. Nobody I've really seen on the forums does anything sure. with it. Uh, they always seem to put uh, an SXE362 on it, or like an HX35 or an HX40. And they run good. It's just it's that same two-stroke type feel. I mean, it makes power above 3,000 RPMs to 45 or 5,000 RPMs. And I don't know. That's kind of the future plan for that one. Well, that sounds cool, man. I think that'd be a really exciting one to follow along with. We'll definitely have to have you back on the show and get some updates as that project comes into fruition. Uh, what are some of the things that you've learned? You've had years and years of diesel performance experience. You've gotten into some really unique kind of weird builds, and then you, you've worked on some other really common stuff that I think all of our listeners can relate to. What are some of the common threads that, that you think, hey, it doesn't matter what platform you're on. If you're dealing with diesel, you need to know this. Well, it just depends on what you want to use the truck for uh, at the end of the day. You build the truck to suit your needs. Like me, I've got my 2005 King Ranch. I've got a set of 175. Uh, stock nozzle injectors in it from Warren Diesel and uh, I mean a turbo that I've kind of made a hybrid out of. I took an 03 compressor cover and an 04 cartridge 
and exhaust housing and threw that on my truck because I know it still tow well because I have a 27 foot toy hauler that I haul around and I flip six O's all the time. So I'm constantly picking up six O's all over Utah and Nevada and California to flip them. And I needed a project that would tow well, but, um, it really just depends on what you're going to use the truck for. Like I've got a buddy right now. I've got a 24 valve sitting in my backyard that I'm a kid wants and he just wants a hot rod. And I'm all like, okay, dude, let's go for it. Let's put a 62 on the manifold and just uh, an HP, no, not HP tuners. Oh, who is it? I can't remember uh, which tuner to use. It has an edge on it right now. And just go for it. Let's go have fun. He's a teenage kid and just wants to be able to be that cool guy with the fast Cummins. And it's know what you know what you want. Uh, don't expect a truck to do it all. That's probably the hardest part. Everybody wants to have the 900 or 1,000 horsepower truck that can still tow their 35-foot fifth wheel and run a eight-second quarter. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. Know what you're building. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I think that's good stuff. Well, thank you so much for taking some time out and talking with our listeners today. We definitely appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, if people want to jump on social media media and follow along and learn more from you, where can they find you? So I am at uh, onebaron89 uh, at Instagram. Uh, the, the hashtag I usually use is red Baron installs. So hashtag red Baron installs. And then I'm also on Facebook, just Baron Jensen. Perfect. Well, thank you so much guys. Thanks for listening today. This has been Paul Wilson and we'll talk to you again soon.